Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. If the devil can steal your identity, confuse you as to who you are or who you are not, every blessing, every purpose, every destination God has for you can be stolen because the enemy has now stolen your identity. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. I want to talk to you today about how to resist the devil. I think it's a subject that we talk about but don't really explore to the depths that we need to consider. So I want to give you a couple things to consider today. Uh, Number one, let's establish the fact that there really is a devil. He is not God's equal. He is a fallen angel that was thrown out of heaven for raising and rising himself up against the throne of God. We are his enemies because we have received for nothing becoming sons and daughters of God what the enemy tried to steal inappropriately. Jesus said of the devil in John 10 that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now that's what Jesus said, so I think... We ought to take Jesus' words, right, for that. In John 8, Jesus said he is the father of lies. I want you to think about that. He's the father of a lie. What is a lie? A lie is like poison. A lie is mistruth sprinkled with truth to misdirect or misappropriate something. When somebody tells a lie, it's to pass it off as the truth. So he's the father of lies. He's the father of mistruth or misrepresentations. Now, it also says in John 10 that he is a thief. So if you combine a thief and a liar, okay, He's lying about something. What's he lying about? He's trying to steal something by lying. Does that make sense to you? He's trying to appropriate something just like he did in heaven by lying to obtain it. Now, what would he be after? He would be after that which, as I earlier said, we received through redemption. Now, I think a way to get a peek into this and to really get to the kind of core of what the demonic strategy is, is found when the devil tempts Jesus. I want you to think about this. The devil reveals his hand. He reveals his tactics. He reveals his schemes when he tempts Jesus. And this is what he says to Jesus. And let's say Luke 4, it's several places in the New Testament, but in Luke 4, He says, if you be the son of God, kind of like we said in the garden, did God really say, if you be the son of God? By the way, one of the greatest lessons I've ever learned is the difference between condemnation and conviction is this. And uh, you may be listening today and you struggle with that. And uh, as have I. What is the difference between condemnation and conviction? Conviction says because. 
because I love you, because you sinned, because you're wrong. Because. Okay? Condemnation is if. If you love God, if you would have done what's right, if you wouldn't have done that, if and because. Isn't that wonderful? That understanding came to me a number of years ago. It was one of those encounters with God where I learned that. And uh, I've used that as a weapon to keep my access to the throne open all the time. I don't let those ifs discourage me. And when I'm in need of mercy, I let the becauses empower me. Well, you can, that in itself right there is worth listening to, is it not? Amen. So he says, the devil says to Jesus, Jesus, remember, is the perfect son of God who's never sinned. He says, if you are the son of God, he questions his identity. What was the devil trying to do? He was trying to steal his identity by lying to him. The thief was after his identity. Let me make this statement to you. If the devil can steal your identity, if he can confuse you as to who you are or who you're not, every other blessing, every other purpose, Every other destination God has for you can be stolen because now he has stolen your identity. That's what an identity theft does, right? I had my identity stolen once years ago before it was popular. And I remember when I got the first phone call that somebody had committed fraud in my name. And it was, I'm, I, I, I was beside myself. I couldn't believe somebody had actually done this. And uh, long story short, it took me a couple of years to get it cleared up, but by by the grace of God, uh, I did get it cleared up. And actually, somebody ended up going to jail. Uh, they were a professional identity thief that had looted uh, a, a number of people. But this is the devil's tactic. He is an identity thief. He wants to steal your identity. Where do you get your identity? I want you to think about this. Where does do most people's identity come from? It comes from their circumstances. Now, their circumstances might be bad. Their circumstances might be good. Their circumstances might be, I have an unemployed circumstance. Their circumstance might be, I own a great business circumstance. Their circumstance might be, it comes from their education. I didn't get one. The second one might be, I, got, I get my... Uh, you know, revelation, I get my identification from my education, I have a PhD, and on and on it goes. Now, those are part of who we are. But if you take those things away, if you take those circumstances away, if you take your accomplishments away, if you take your education away, if you take your finances away, even if you took your health away, you are still a person that's been made in the image of God, are you not? So my identity goes back to my creator. That's the first revelation of who God is. Remember that. God's first revelation is not as Lord, it's not as Savior, it's as creator. God created the world. That's the first thing you have to know, right? So my identity is in the fact that I am a created being 
created by a loving, omnipotent, omniscient God who gave himself for me in the person of Jesus Christ. And here comes the devil right in Jesus' face and says, if you were the son of God. Now, if he did that to Jesus, what do you think his tactic is going to be with you? It's going to be to challenge your identity all the time. You know, if you're around people who you admire, who move in the spirit or led by the spirit, who speak the word with boldness, have a private conversation with them and ask them if they ever feel the enemy challenge them on who they are to speak out and to lead out. And you're going to find out something interesting. Those people that are very bold in uh, settings that you admire, you're going to find out that most of them have had to battle through and still battle through. Like, who are you if you be the son of God? Haha, that's good, isn't it? If you be the son of God. Now think about this. When you sin, when you fall short, when you miss it, when you make a bad decision, when you act in a way that's not representative of Christ, are you hearing if or because? Are you hearing, oh, if you were really committed, if you really love God, you wouldn't do that. That's condemnation. That's the devil. The devil is a liar. He's conning you into being damned. Condemnation. Don't fall for the con. Condemnation. But if you hear because, because I love you, Keith, there's a throne of grace for you. Because I love you, I knew everything about you and redeemed you anyway. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm preaching to myself. Listen, he is a thief and a liar. And the way he steals is by using your own inheritance against you. The other thing the devil said to Jesus was, cast yourself down. That's very revealing. The devil didn't threaten to throw Jesus down. He didn't have the power to do that. Let me say this to you. The devil does not have the power to throw you down. He does not have that power. He must steal your power by lying to you and getting you to use your own will, your own calling, your own gifts, your own blessings to throw yourself down. He doesn't have the power to do that. His power is manipulation. His power is the lie. His power is deceit. The way he kills, the way he steals is by lying you into the lasso. That's how you resist the devil. You understand that there is a identity clash that is going on. And to the degree that you can derive your identity from Jesus... Not as a feeling, but as a declaration of what the word of God says. I am an heir and I'm a joint heir with Christ. I am a child of God. I am anointed of God. I am chosen of God. I am a seed of Abraham. I am the head. I am not the tail. That's what the Bible says about me. My circumstances don't always say that. But you know what? My circumstances are going to change. God's word and God's covenant with me are not going to change. Let's deal with this identity theft 
and resist the devil. I want you to give some real thought to this. And next week, I'm going to take this another step further and show you how the root of offense is most often related to a false identity. Hey, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context. So glad to spend some time with you. Hey, send this off to somebody. Share it with them. Be a blessing with them. In Jesus' name. Today, Keith began a discussion on resisting the devil. The enemy is after your identity. Your identity goes back to the Creator. God's first revelation of Himself is that of Creator. You are a created being who was created by a loving God, who gave Himself up for you in the person of Jesus Christ. That is your identity. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.